Welcome to episode seven. Woo! Man, I I can't believe we're already at seven. Honestly, I can't believe that we, with the people we are, have lasted this long. I know, I'm proud of us for holding ourselves accountable. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so real quick intro before we start today's episode. The Unabomber found dead in his jail cell at 81. No shit? Yeah. How did I miss that? I don't know, nobody cares about him. Fuck it. Alabama inmate Casey White sentenced to life in prison after escaping jail with help of his alleged prison guard lover. All you had to say was Alabama. Yeehaw. Let's make some news, okay? I have a couple times. You guys need to stop appropriating pit bull culture. <sighs> I just got into another stinking fight on Instagram <laughs> over this shit. And someone was like, what were they originally bred for? And I was like, they were originally nanny dogs. That's a fact. That is a fact. Pitbulls are the original nanny dog because of how great they are with children. They are a family pet. They're a wonderful family pet. This motherfucker comes back and is hurling all these fucking insults, saying how I need to do my research because they were originally bred for pit fighting and bull baiting. That's why they were named pit bulls. What? Bull baiting? What is yeah. that? Yeah. You think a fucking pit bull's taking down a bull? Bitch, shut the fuck up. You sound dumb. Don't come yeah. at me trying to argue with me about fucking pit bulls, because I'll fight till my death. Don't tell me yeah. they were originally bred for dog fighting. No the <laughs> fuck they weren't. No fucking breed was bred for dog fighting. That's just what assholes ended up doing to them. Dumb right. as hell. Yeah, anytime... I don't have an intro, I'll just say some dog slander that I saw on the internet, because I know that'll send you off into a tangent. <laughs> it absolutely will. Dude, that shit enrages me. There are no bad breeds, <clears throat> except chihuahuas and poodles. Um, they're And just, cocker spaniels. Yeah, fuck them. They're not yeah. even cute. They're horrible. I hate them. The, it's fucking owners. Like, the story that I had commented on that this all began with, was a girl who was supposed to be dog-sitting for two dogs, and I don't think she'd ever even met the dogs. That, that, I'm sorry, that's mistake number one. You don't sign up to dog-sit dogs that have never met you. Of course those dogs are going to go berserk when you walk in their home. They don't know who the fuck you are. I'm not blaming the person. But all I'm saying is, so she showed up to watch these two dogs, they were not in their cage, and they attacked her instantly, and... I mean, about killed her, like ripped her whole face off. Yeah, it's horrible. It it is horrible. But why is it the dog's fault? How about the owners? Why are they not being held accountable? They clearly raised horrible dogs. Also, you should have had them kenneled, and you should have had the dog sitter meet the dogs before she came to sit for your dogs. I would never, even with my dogs being who they are, I would never ever allow someone to just walk up in my home that does not know my dogs if I'm not there. Anytime I've ever come across a pit bulls, like their their owners are well aware of like the stigma behind those breeds, and not just pit bulls. Like to me, boxers, pit bulls, American XL, bully, red nose, blue nose. I have a hard time telling those breeds apart. But <laughs> Sarah, Sarah's like 
more informed in that category. But anytime I see any of those breeds, their owners are like super informed of the stigma behind those kinds of dogs. And they like I've never really met a negligent dog owner of one of those breeds. You know what I'm saying? Like they all are very, very careful with them. I just don't think that it's the breed so much that matters. I think it's the mindset going into it. Like, you know, when you see a certain type of dog, you're going to try to, like, not walk up and pet it. That's another thing is dogs can sense danger. They can sense fear. They read body language. If you're you're acting sketchy, now the dog is acting sketchy because the dog's like, what, what are we afraid of? What, why are you on edge? Do I got to be on edge? Like, you can't, you can't do that, like, oh my God, I'm afraid to pet you type thing, because you're, you're freaking the fuck out of the dog right now. That, that's mm-hmm. a real thing. The way you act towards a dog, the dog can sense that. And if the dog feels a need to protect itself, the dog is going to do that. And how is that any different than a human protecting itself? Like, that guy on Twitter that we were arguing with, and he was saying some shit about how, you know, they're so unpredictable and can snap at any moment. But Bitch, you described humans. Humans are just as vile. Don't, don't sit here and act like pit bulls are the only thing in the animal kingdom that has the potential to snap at any moment. The fuck? We got human beings in grocery stores shooting them up. I have never met... A pit bull that was unpredictable like most of the pit bulls i've met they're like lazy they walk into walls and shit you know like they're not really aggressive also there's a difference between dog aggression and like you just being scared because a big dog is coming up playfully and jumping and stuff and you don't know how to handle it like right exactly educate yourselves on different dog breeds don't believe everything you read on wikipedia just because you hear so many headlines about pit bull attacks or whatever, you know how many other dogs are out there attacking and they're not making the headlines because they're not pit bulls? You can't tell me that media doesn't spin shit a certain fucking way because it does. Speaking of media, <laughs> animals, let's talk about these child predators. I got too much to say. Let me just ask you, how did you feel after watching that? What is a woman, Matt Walsh? I was disgusted. What do you mean there's no way to define a woman? A vagina is a very good start. And not a surgical given one. A God given one. Fallopian tubes. That's also a really good start. Uh, A uterus. (laughs) Now if you've had it removed, that's a whole different situation. You still at one point had one. That makes you a fucking woman. Not going and getting breasts implanted or having your fucking penis cut in half and folded to look like a goddamn vagina get the fuck out of here if you at all had balls hanging from your crotch at one point in your life you're not a woman you're never gonna be a woman and let me just say this too as i was putting stuff together we say transgender or trans people a lot out of the whole lgbtqi that's lesbian gay bi trans queer intersex intersex people to be a true intersex person you have to have like testicular tissue and ovarian tissue that is so rare it's it's less than one percent of the population leave them out of your shit and no intersex person can both get somebody pregnant and get pregnant 
they're one or the other. All the other stuff about it being a spectrum and and including intersex characteristics like like an enlarged clitoris or all that other deformity shit, they don't have anything to do with the trans community. That's not like they're that's not even related. I don't understand why you guys put intersex people into this category. But I just want to say to lesbian, gay, bisexual, queer, it doesn't really have anything to do with the community of gay people. Like, nobody cares how you live your lifestyle. Even if you're a a trans-identifying person, you cross-dress, whatever, whatever. Let me just ask this. Why are no women who transition into, quote, quote, men, so trans men, why are none of them out here screaming in men's faces violating them for for the right to be called just as much of a man as right exactly as a woman can you fucking tell me what is so great about being a goddamn woman that everybody wants to transition into one here's my question to build off that what's so great about being a woman why if your argument is always we need to normalize this way of life because there's men out here killing trans trans women just because they're trans. There's men out here killing women because we're women right. too. Like like those men, those abusive, violent men that do shit like that, do it to women too. Like go look at any domestic violence stats. They're they're literally killing women. <laughs> so yep. you being a trans person or any member of the gay community. Or you being just like a heterosexual, whatever, identify as what you were born as person. You know what I mean? Like that issue with those men with mommy issues who think it's okay to put their hands on people and be violent. That's an issue bigger than any of us. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't, that's not going to change. Like those people exist. You being scared around some men because you feel like they're going to do something to you because of how you express yourself. That doesn't change just because you change what you call yourself like what and then my second part of this is why woman like why do you want to be called woman let's just start this episode though by saying there are two genders there there are there's no zers himself shut the fuck up please shut the fuck up if you're one of those people just log out i also Get off i podcast. also want to say real quick while we're on this topic if you identify as a fucking furry also fuck right the fuck off yeah we're here actually today to protect the lgbtqi plus community and say that furries and pedophiles because i refuse to call them minor attracted persons fuck you yeah that's that's a way to, that's a cop out yeah you freaks are not part of the LGBTQI plus community. You shouldn't be part of any community. Also to the trans community, it's not really about you either. It's about it's about the extremists who call themselves trans advocates, like like straight women who work as trans advocates who don't live that lifestyle. They go home to their husband and children, but they spend their whole days like screaming at people about how they need to identify you as whatever pronouns you are i'm gonna call you whatever the fuck you look like i don't give a shit about your sexual orientation right you know what i mean whatever you look like to me there's there is a population of people though where you don't really know at first like damn i thought that was thought that was a dude yeah (laughs) and and it's not you know what i mean those are the people to me that might get misgendered 
I don't feel like I have to change my speech because you have an identity crisis. Right. right? But if you are a trans person who lives your life freely how you want to, and you come into a room, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I see T.S. Madison, and people always call her, like I just said her, you know what I mean? Like, people always call her, like, sis or some S-I-S, not C-I-S, but I'll probably go ahead and just respect it. But that shouldn't be, that should be my choice to, to do that, though. Correct. That's where, that's where people don't understand, like, you, you don't need to scream and be violent toward people screaming till your veins pop out of your neck because somebody doesn't care what you identify as because it's not what you are so basically my question about like why woman why do you need to be called woman why can't you just say trans you know what i mean even just trans woman cross dresser right because i'm sorry like, you're just you're not a true woman yeah there's no way you could be and that's okay i do want to say and i'm not i'm i'm not a person who is like educated in my background enough to to really speak on this but there are studies you'll have to do your own research connecting like this whole um trans identity crisis thing with people who are on the spectrum and i want to say i want to say one thing i've learned about being a parent of a little boy on a spec on the spectrum he's only a toddler so i'm still kind of new to it but i've learned a lot in his therapies that What's going on it overall is a lack of awareness of who he is and like what he is inside this body, like taking up space. You know what I mean? So all the squeeze hugs and stuff like that to, and scratching his scalp and everything to, to build that like awareness. Like I am, I am me in this body. Yeah. It doesn't hurt to go see if you're maybe on the spectrum. Correct. Because there's been a skyrocket increase of trans people, trans youth lately. Also, the more research that they do on autism, the higher those numbers go up. Like it used to be autism up until like 2000 was just an idea. And then it's changed even since like 2013. And so it used to be one in eight people are diagnosed with autism. Then they made it less of a spectrum and more of like a global developmental delay and now it's like one in four people you might be on the spectrum and have always felt like slightly different but you've been functional do you know what i uh -huh. mean like there's a lot of people on the autism spectrum so don't don't count that out as far as figuring out what the fuck is wrong yeah with i you. mean being on the autism spectrum means so many different things so let me just start off by saying the reason I care, the main thing is to protect children because that to me is the most important thing. Also, it's a slippery slope when there's no objective truth. And so protecting the truth is super important for generations in the future. Yeah. It is my personal philosophy that your family is your fortress in a civilized society. It's the foundation of your purpose in life. It's where all things you stem from and to abandon the family unit means abandoning yourself this can be reflected in any culture any country there's always a structure some sort of family unit even if the culture is different we work better in groups and this whole individual liberation freedom this whole sexual revolution and stuff it feels like nobody's putting the correlation together that and i I, I try so hard not to bring up religion because I know as soon as people hear about that and God, they're like, oh, Bible thumper. I promise I'm not. Not even close. Um, I just, 
believe in God. I'm I don't push that on anybody. If you listen to our last episode, you know we don't go hard with religion. Yeah, I just think that like I remember when I was taking my philosophy class and I learned that religion is I think it was Aristotle who said that like religion is good if you don't have a family structure that provided virtue for you. You know what I mean? So I don't think that we should slander religion however i feel like the bible needs to be taken with a grain of salt though you don't you don't take it literal so i think context matters yeah i agree somewhat with that i will say that religion isn't just one reason for why something should be right or wrong we should look at how it manifests in civilization and what it's doing to our children Mm -hmm we should all respect each other and how we live our lives and stuff. And there are people who are born in a male's body who probably genuinely feel like they're mostly feminine to the point where they're, they have that dysmorphia. You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine having that, those thoughts in my brain and those feelings about myself. So I, I have sympathy for those people, but to enable delusion, I don't, find it productive to the future and I care enough for my kids future to like have a say Mm -hmm. in it that's that's my stance and I don't care how you how you live your life I just care about people who are preying on children or stealing opportunities you know from like the female athletes and stuff did you watch the video of the girl getting her face broken by the trans woman on the volleyball team no Imagine that being your daughter. That was in high school. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. It shouldn't be allowed. It's just not the same. Yeah, I saw this too. Fastest girl in Connecticut suing the state after losing to transgender athletes. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. She ran track. Not only that, Riley Gaines is if on the If it's okay, team. then all here. sports should be co-ed. Yeah, it's not okay. I'm super against equality. I don't want to be equal to men. So we're We're just not. Like, we know we're not. Here's how I feel. These extremists that have like different feelings and they always felt like the outcast. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. If it's trans people, if it's gang members, hate groups, churches, it doesn't matter what group you're talking about that is like a outside of your family, but you belong to it. I feel like people are genuinely lonely and they're suffering and they're looking for somewhere to fit in. And so I feel like with this trans movement, real transgender people who are genuinely experiencing dysphoria or they've come to terms with it and they're not really struggling, they just live their life how they want to and they're not bothering anybody. Those people are being shot down by these extremist people that are just preying on children and stuff. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because they're changing legislation and people have been losing their kids all across the country, like literally losing custody of their children for not affirming their delusion. Yeah, I'm sorry. No. So my son at one point wanted to be fucking Hulk. Should I went and fucking painted him green and implanted muscles into him and let him just rage and start punching the shit out of everything? Kids are too young to decide that shit. Kids are still trying to figure out who the hell they are. Playing dress up is not the same as changing their entire being. It's ignorant to me. It's so fuck Jesus Christ. I want to start this off by bringing up the parents. The parents are traumatized too. When you're a kid, birth to 18, and you live in your parents' home, and I mean, even after that, if you live there later, but at 18, some places it's 16 and 17, I know, but generally speaking, 18, 
that's when you become an adult and you can make informed consent on decisions regarding your body. Mm -hmm. But most parents, like I don't have a daughter, so I don't really have to worry about this. But Sarah, you have a daughter. If she came to you in the next couple of years and was saying how she was sexually active, like you would discuss with her birth control options and her future because you know that sex can lead to a baby you have experience with that so she would come to you for that information and then you guys would discuss a method to prevent unwanted outcomes you know what i mean that's how that works and there are people who have been affirmed and went ahead with their sex change surgery some some as young as 15 and 16 years old so i just want to say all five of these women, their stories are on YouTube. Okay. You can go look them up. I'm just going to read their names. They're all female to male transitioners. Scott Nugent was in What is a Woman and regrets transitioning into a man. Okay. Helena Kirshner, Chloe Cole, Issa Ismail, and Soren Aldaco. All people who transitioned and then ended up regretting it later because there is a rate of people in this percentage that do go on to regret their choice and so um, yeah, the grass ain't always greener on the other side guys and that, yeah that's what i'm saying about if you're a man trying to be a woman and then your argument is that women have to accept you and include you because men are out here beating trans women to death us accepting you isn't going to change that because men are out here beating us to death exactly. too. so i wanted to bring up how there are states where laws are being changed and people are losing custody of their children at young ages because they won't affirm their their new gender identity and so i wanted to bring up those parents 2019 ted hudako lost custody of 15 year old drew what happened was the wife took the son announced that she was leaving this man was like an apple engineer his son was 15 wants to transition to a female Ted had no idea his son was even struggling with any identity issues. He started doing research on gender dysphoria. He was genuinely concerned about him making uh, irreversible changes to his body. And he just wanted him to wait for a few years to see if it was a phase. So the wife took the son and the judge in this case happened to be a parent of a trans child. Grilled Ted about a whole bunch of questions about if he would accept if his son transitioned to a female, his thoughts and beliefs on this lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. The only thing he was granted was the right to tell his son that he had to wait till he was 18 to get a surgery. So the wife, the ex-wife, didn't get the son the surgery, but had cross-sex hormone implant in Drew's arm. And Ted didn't know until he saw his uh, insurance being charged over 220000 Oh my god. Jeff Younger, North Texas, custody battle with the ex-wife again. He believes that his ex-wife is trying to transition his son into the daughter. They discussed this child was seven at this time. She was having conversations about chemical castration starting as early at age nine. No, what? Yeah, DCFS was involved, but not because the ex-wife was in the wrong, but because trans advocates blamed Jeff Younger for exploiting a vulnerable child and labeled it as child abuse. That is insane. If you go on the DCF web- website, in whatever your state is, but we're in Illinois, so I'm on the, the DCFS website, there are no references or resources here for like a parent who wants to protect their child from all the propaganda in the world because you can't deny that you can't look left, right, up, or down without seeing 
some rainbow shit yep. somewhere. Like we said at the beginning, there's only two genders. That means that you're not non-binary. You got a fucking binary. You were born as something. You are a pronoun. Yeah, this whole <laughs> they, them, I'm sorry, but you're one person. So how do you, why do you want to be called oh, a yeah. plural? Yeah, That's it doesn't make any because sense. Because you have multiple fucking personalities in your dipshit mind? Fuck off, dude. No, I'm calling you whatever the fuck you look like. I've not seen very many men who are like part of this community who want to transition to women. I've not seen them say non-binary. It's mostly like girls who are in that like ugly era. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like we all went They're through dead. it. You have a glow up at some, some days. Level. I feel like I'm still not going everybody. It. It's okay to be like a masculine woman or an aggressive woman. So uh, hold, let me let me man. sidebar real quick because this is also what pisses me off is people in the trans community look at what it's like to be a woman and glorify it and think it's like all about fashion and looking perfect every day and doing your hair and makeup. Right. Bitch, a real fucking woman throws her hair in a messy bun, throws on some sweats, and goes to the fucking grocery store, okay? That's being a woman. Fuck you if you think I'm ever getting done up to go run some errands. I don't even get done up to go yeah, out to even, dinner with my husband half the time. Yeah, but even if for those wives that do, like, keep themselves up and stuff for their husband and they're, like, on top of that, they still look, they still bum it out. And then as soon as, you know, like, the husband gets home from work at a certain time every day, like, an hour and a half before he gets home, she'll make sure all the house stuff is done and then go hop in the shower and get herself together for him. And that's her choice because she's, that's Right, but I'm saying, like, that's not, not like, the true, like... That's not what being a woman is. There's there's so much like media backlash over Dylan Mulvaney, and I'm not a person who is uh, licensed to diagnose anybody with mental health issues. Close enough. But he just gives me <laughs> right. He just gives me like this is what it looks like to be a histrionic narcissist. <laughs> I believe he was too soft, maybe, to hang with the men. And he didn't fit in. He didn't feel like he fit in. With He never found his tribe. And so he wanted attention. Mm -hmm. He's the one that did like the 365 days of womanhood. Day one, he said, day one of being a girl. Oh, that was and... that guy? I wanted yeah. to punch my phone screen the whole time I was watching him. He enraged me. And I just went and bought tampons. He's the one that... you, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. yeah. For the sake of having one just in case as a woman i don't carry period materials around for other people i don't give a fuck about what you got going i've on never there. had anybody I, ask me in a public restroom if i have a tampon and i've never asked anyone else when i've been around my friends and they're like do you have a tampon and i say no i don't carry them in my purse if i'm not bleeding right. you know what i mean here's another thing it's very extreme people on the left that are advocating for these people who are doing this shit all these 365 days of girlhood that these boys are doing they're all buying tampons and making content with them like the same people who advocate for you guys are also the ones that are demanding that menstrual feminine products be free for women for you motherfuckers that don't need them to go waste them on camera mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's hypocritical in itself if you think these things should be free you should be holding your trans friends accountable because they don't right. need them Go donate them to a women's shelter. But that's getting sidetracked. Fuck Dylan Mulvaney. He's the one that- He's a fucking weirdo. I would not want him anywhere near my children. Normalize the bulge. We are normalizing the bulge. Women can have bulges and that's okay. We are normalizing-
women don't have a bulge. That's not, we're not normalizing that ever, ever. We shouldn't have to say that. I know, that's, that's your number one clue that you're not a woman. In case anyone's confused. Yeah. If you're packing down there, you're not a woman. Yeah. All right. So back to the parents, though. So in 2019, Jeanette Cooper, Chicago, lost custody of her 12-year-old trans daughter, Sophia, and still to this day lives 10 minutes away. They're only allowed to communicate by U.S. mail because whoever called DCFS says that Jeanette's not affirming her child's gender identity and that makes you an abusive parent now like in the eyes of the law because these people have Dylan Mulvaney the one we were just talking about singing about his dick bulge sat down with our president literally like for trans rights that's not the poster child of trans people like you can't even take Dylan Mulvaney He's a poster child for mental illness. He's, like, mocking women. I can't... It, my brain's not registering. Like, why would the White House take this serious? But when, like, Ice Cube was trying to put something together, what could we do to improve Black communities where there are real problems? Like, not to say that gender dysphoria isn't an issue. People losing their lives is a much more severe issue. And if Black people want to congregate together and figure out a way to help Black communities with their with their problems with gang violence and stuff in those areas, then that, to me, would be, like, priority list. And Ice Cube literally went, went on and said that Kamala and Biden sent them off for, like, months. They were trying to, like, sit down and have a conversation. And then finally, when they did get back to Ice Cube, he was made aware that he would be one of, like, 40 people on a on a virtual meeting. So he might get, like, five to ten minutes of, like, talking time. They don't take inner city, urban neighborhood issues serious. And that, we're not going to turn this episode into that, but I feel very, very passionately about that because it's directly affected me and my son's life. You know what I mean? So I feel like semi-credible to say how I feel about issues like that. And that's that's a problem, (laughs) especially in Chicago, because that's the main city I'm talking about. But that's crazy, man. That's three parents. And then in 2019 also... Los Angeles County DCFS took um, Yaeli from her mom, Abby Martinez, because she wanted to be a boy. They took her from her mom, put her in foster care just because she was reluctant to let her start hormones. She didn't want her to like transition, but she didn't, she had no idea like what this new trans, it's new to her anyway, but she she didn't know anything about it. So naturally she was skeptical got her daughter taken away from her. And then at age 19, unfortunately, Yaley took her own life. And so now Abby will never have that peace of mind because she was told that she was abusive and got Yaley took and put into a foster home. That sucks so bad. It just stresses me out. So let me, let me say why we care about these kids, not just being stripped from their families, but when you're a kid, you can't make a decision like that. Kids are so impressionable at a young age. I mean, girls want to be like their Barbies or Brat Styles or whatever the fuck is popular right now. I don't know. I'm old, guys. Boys want to be like their superhero icons and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so a little boy coming and saying, I want to be a girl. Buy him a fucking princess dress. Let him dress up at home. 
It could be a phase he's going through. He could be want to be like his big sister or his neighbor girl down the road. Like, it doesn't mean he wants to change his whole goddamn life. Kids are too young to even understand what all of that means. They are very impressionable. Their minds change not only from day to day, but literally from minute to minute. They constantly want something different. They're never satisfied. You cannot just let them make important life decisions at a young age. You can't even buy cigarettes anymore. Right, exactly. Like it's asinine. You you should not be allowing your kids to dictate to you who they are at such a tiny age. Let them explore and try different sports or try different group activities or whatever it is. But when it comes to major life decisions, their bodies are not even close to being done developing. They're barely even developing at this point. Why would you want to put drugs into their body that is going to seriously impact them? And I'm sorry, but it's not as simple as just stopping those drugs and reversing them. No, that shit changes their body majorly. And then you have to think about them being bullied in school and stuff. That shit leads to kids then committing suicide. You're not fully thinking of all the repercussions of what's going to happen by letting your children have that much freedom. I do want to bring up a point about that suicide thing. So a lot of trans people, or not even trans people, trans advocates... I noticed like in the Matt Walsh documentary also, they say, would you want a trans child or a dead child to kind of like manipulate the parents into just affirming what the child wants? But it's like, what if your child has a binge eating disorder or anorexia? Are you just going to let them starve or overeat until they're on the TLC channel? you can't say that that's that's apples and oranges because it's not. It's apples and apples. It's the exact same thing. If somebody is going to commit suicide because they don't feel like themselves in their own body you are yes you have to find out who you are going through surgery or hormonal drugs or whatever isn't going to help you figure out who you are by all means if you're a girl and you want to be a boy by all means play dress up for a little bit see how you feel cut your fucking hair short start dressing like a boy try to fit into that community and see how it goes for you or vice versa but jumping in the deep end And just putting this shit in your body and then deciding a couple years down the road, I made a mistake. Guess what? What, What's done is done. It's not that simple to just go back. Think about if you have a full sex change. You have all of your womanly parts removed and then a couple years later you're like, I don't know what I was thinking. That's not me at all. You can't just go have your fucking uterus put back in you and now start reproducing and have children. You made the wrong decision. A lot of these women have been actually emotional talking about that because a lot of people are now sterile. They'll never be able to reproduce because when they were teenagers, they rode this like bandwagon and they ruined their bodies. And how do you know kids aren't going to grow up to resent you if you do let them make that choice at a young age? How do you know they're not going to grow up to hate you because you didn't talk them out of that? And they were too young to be making those decisions. Yeah. So real quick, surgery aside, let's talk about Lupron, which is the... Chemical castration drug that they're trying to say is totally reversible because it's not. It's not. And actually, there's, there's now new research that they're coming out with that says that after seven to ten years you're like highly likely to develop some form of cancer or even osteoporosis which there's like geriatric issues going on with these kids from this drug the argument 
from their side is that, well, this wasn't created for trans people. It was created for hetero people who have like premature puberty or prostate cancer, endometriosis. That's true, but you have to understand when people get cancer and they do chemo treatment, chemo usually kills them, not the cancer. If you didn't have cancer, nobody would be like, yeah, cancer patients do chemo, so go ahead, do chemo for whatever reason you would want to do chemo. Like, that's extreme exactly. and it's crazy. You sound unhinged talking like that. So quick stat, 2017, 41% of trans women in prison are convicted sex offenders. As of 2022, that has increased to 50%. And on that note, I just want to bring up these five situations if people want Perfect. examples of everything that's going on. So in Houston, Texas, they now have drag queen story time. If you've seen any of those videos, those are not that AI. That shit that's enrages real. me. They're doing, they're doing drag shows for kids. And children as young as like six, seven, eight years old going to bars for drag shows. There was one video I saw where in the background not only are the drag queens like inappropriately dressed but the background had a big fluorescent sign on the wall that said it's not gonna lick itself that's, okay it's <laughs> that's not. not appropriate for children so houston texas tatiana malanina is the drag name alberto garza is the real name of this person he is 32 years old he is a child sex offender in 2008 he sexually assaulted an eight-year-old boy he was a drag queen reading at drag queen story time in a public library at yeah Houston, people Texas. don't pay attention to who they're allowing access to their children yeah iowa 23 year old joseph smith who started identifying in prison as josie was now released from prison because if you're a woman you can't be in a men's prison after sexually inappropriate contact with a three-year-old girl in 2012 and a 10-year-old boy in 2013. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Brett Blom, B-L-O-M-M-E, arrested in state court on seven counts of child pornography, 2021. Charges were dropped in exchange for pleading guilty to two counts of child pornography in federal court. This man was That's a judge. fucking disgusting. And he was a fiscal sponsor of the organization cream city foundation who puts together these like drag queen story hours and stuff like that so he himself was not one of the drag queens or a trans person that was in direct contact with the kids cream city foundation didn't obviously know I feel like this is all was, some epstein island shit they didn't know he was like on that pervert shit however that just goes to show you never know like as far as who's advocating for you and who's sponsoring you who these people are they're yeah predators elmira oregon fernridge elementary school teacher kelsey metaborin was 31 See, hold on you know what the problem is Claim here right the problem what? is that these people don't identify as pedophiles so it makes it okay so this teacher, Kelsey, claimed to be mentoring an 11-year-old boy. The 11-year-old's family denied knowing that at all. So on April 23rd of this year, Boren was sentenced to 11 months in jail on child abuse, uploading inappropriate footage of children online. And she's on TikTok. She was exploiting this little boy in drag gear. She was taking him to a bar in like the, the next town over. The family had no idea this was going on, dressing this child up to be part of the drag show at it's the bar not okay. and was like i would literally tips. beat someone near death if they did that with my kid without my knowledge or permission it's crazy after her 11 month sentence though she gets mm. five years probation no contact with anyone under the age of 18 and has to register as a sex offender no that's not enough that's that's nothing that's not enough these Ooh, people need to be stopped so harrisburg pennsylvania bryce williams local drag queen who quote quote 
counseled LGBT youth downloaded child pornography between May 2020 and December of 2020. 25 counts of child pornography goes by the stage name Anastasia Diamond. I knew that we ramble and talk a lot, so I only got like four cases of parents losing their kids and five predators who are involved in what the trans movement is doing to quote, quote, counsel or educate or bond with children. We have this, again, like last episode, I brought up the whole nature versus nurture debate. We have this psychological debate on whether things are nature or nurture. And some people think that we're If you're gay, you're born gay. And some people think that you can have the genes and the hormones that they're saying would make a person be born gay and not be gay. You know what I mean? So like there's no there's no evidence of if it's nature versus nurture. And when you're taking your children to drag queen story hour and you don't know who that drag queen is, some parents drop their kids off for that hour because you know what I mean? Like for sports or for whatever. Some people would drop their kids off to things like that or let them walk to the library and participate themselves. You don't know who's there tending right. to your children. You're taking you're taking a really big risk, not only of them being conditioned into a lifestyle that you don't know about. I feel like most trans people, most gay people, like there's there's a whole Twitter page, Gays Against Groomers, because most people in the LGBT community, transgenders too, think that like what's right, they're going not on out in here the world is like so They extreme. just want to live their lives how they feel comfortable living. It's very much pushing an agenda, especially when you're trying to tell other people, you're trying to tell children that they have to affirm you and call you by your pronouns not only this but i've seen so many tiktok videos going viral of like elementary school teachers preschool teachers saying that their state is is saying that they're not allowed to teach sexuality or sexual orientation or gender identity to their children so if the kid asks questions they're just not allowed to speak and build a rapport with a child bro that child you don't have to talk about your pronouns if you don't have anything else of substance going on your life in your life to talk about you could talk about your dogs at home you could talk about your kids if you have kids and they have sports you don't have to tell young children in your class that you're non-binary they don't need to know that they don't care you're that's weird that's like walking into a class and saying oh kids i'm on my period today absolutely inappropriate what the fuck is hard to see about that they don't need to know that you have an identity crisis and that you don't feel as yeah, womanly no, that's as you not, should or as manly your, as you should. Your students aren't your friends. Gender is not a spectrum. If you're going to... Gender is like your temperament. And, and I had to learn this because I thought at one point gender was synonymous with your sex. There's a predator community amongst trans people and they have targeted women, conquered women, you know, stole opportunities from student athletes who will never be that age again so even if we do change this they've lost those like scholarship opportunities because trans women are allowed to play on women's sports team recently they've been trying to like make woman legally defined as an adult human female so we can like shut all this down but since there's so much in academia that's teaching that your gender identity is different from your sex 
the states are finding it unconstitutional to define the word woman. The trans movement is literally an attack on women and children. They're trying to like emasculate men. There's like no other way to see it. It's not a matter of just letting you live how you live. Live how you live, but why are you trying to like change I'm going to continue to call myself a woman because I am, so. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you were born that way, so you have the right to do that, but other people, I don't think share those rights so back to what i was saying about gender identity your gender is more like your temperament so if you just wake up and feel a certain way if you're like a masculine woman and you want to be a man because you don't fit in with other feminine women instead of just saying tomboy you want to be called a man or vice versa if you're a man that feels feminine and wants to be a woman if that's the case we're all trans people because there's you know what i mean like your your temperament can change you're not stuck in that so why do you need to mutilate your body if your gender identity is a social construct yeah why if i just identify as something and and it goes off how i feel why would i need to go try to change my physical attributes like why would young girls need double mastectomies which a lot of these people are getting infections that won't go away there's so much more we can cover but we're out of time we're like past an hour so I just wanted to shed a little bit of light on that and it's not any hate toward people who are gay or trans or anything. It's simply how this agenda is being forced down our throats because we're not allowed to speak the same without getting some type of backlash. It's just trying to take over everything and condition our kids and unfortunately there's so many predators out here that are involved in these programs and it deserves to be talked about because I feel like it's criminal. And this is a true crime podcast. Yeah. So that's all I got for today. All right, so. <laughs> message from the gay community. And uh, anyway, here's the message. Let's listen. You think we're sinful. You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. But you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked funny just this once you're correct we'll convert your children happens bit by bit quietly and subtly and you will barely notice it you can keep them from disco warn about san francisco make him wear pleated pants we don't care we'll convert your children make them tolerant and fair there you go uh that's that is ultimately the goal now we we also have okay we'll play this clip for you real quick too because then the song goes on i'm not gonna play the whole thing for you um but i think the creepiest part of the whole song you probably thought that it couldn't get creepier than that well it does here you go Nothing weird about that. A bunch of grown men saying we're coming for your children. What else do you need to know? They're literally, they've put it in song. They're singing it to you. We're coming for your children. 